listening to the January edition of the Postal Record, the monthly magazine for the National Association of Letter Carriers. On page four, news from Washington, read by Roman Carlitti. USPS Fairness Act surpasses 290 in House, introduced in Senate. Congress returns from the holidays this month to begin the second session of the 116th Congress. The first session was an active one, with the House passing more than 430 bills and the Senate continuing to prioritize nominations. With the 2020 elections just 10 months away, it's expected that it will be a busy spring on Capitol Hill. NLC is hopeful that the second half of the 116th will see some activity beneficial to letter carriers, postal employees, and federal workers. The election years can be tricky. Many lawmakers focus on must-pass legislation, such as appropriations, when they aren't out campaigning for your election. In the meantime, let's review the legislation, the accomplishments, and the hang-ups of the last year. Postal Activity In early December, Senators Steve Daines, Republican from Montana, and Brian Schatz, Democrat from Hawaii, introduced the USPS Fairness Act, Senate 2965, a bill to repeal the mandate to pre-fund post-retiree health benefits. The bill is identical to the House legislation, H.R. 2382, introduced earlier last year, which has reached a bipartisan supermajority by surpassing 290 co-sponsors. With the introduction of a Senate companion bill, the now is demonstrated bipartisan and bicameral support for repealing the mandate. Repealing the prefunding mandate is at the top of NELC's legislative agenda, as it will end an unsustainable and unfair financial burden, and thereby free USPS to invest in its infrastructure, better utilize its vast networks to further serve business and residential customers, and serve as a key step in achieving future postal reform. Prefunding repeal is the key to achieving postal reform, and letter carriers should celebrate the accomplishment of surpassing 290 co-sponsors in the House, NLC President Frederick Rolando said. While our focus remains on increasing the number of co-sponsors on the House bill, we will provide more information on what NLC members can do to build support for the Senate bill in the near future. Additionally, in December, the Postal Regulatory Commission issued a revised proposed rulemaking regarding the system for setting postal rates of the Postal Service's market-dominant products. The PRC proposal eliminates the previously proposed CPI plus two percentage points per year cap in favor of a CPI price cap with an annual adjustment for changes in delivery density, which would allow the Postal Service to raise rates further if mill volume and revenues fall while the number of delivery points increases. It also tweaked its original proposal to give the Postal Service the authority to raise rates by an additional one percentage point above the CPI if it meets certain efficiency and service quality targets. NALC is studying the potential effects of the proposed system and will fully participate in this process to strengthen the nation's universal postal network. This past year, significant strides were made on our priority resolutions, with record numbers of bipartisan House co-sponsors for door delivery and six-day mail delivery and for anti-privatization of the Postal Service in both the House and Senate. Restoration of service standards still lags behind the levels of previous Congresses and has yet to surpass 218 co-sponsors, the number needed for a majority in the House. In August, Ashley Poling and Ann C. Fisher were confirmed to be commissioners at the Postal Regulatory Commission. Ron Bloom, 
Roman Martinez IV, and John Barger were conformed to the Postal Board of Governors. In early December, current chairman of the BOG, Robert M. Duncan, was confirmed to a second term at the board. With these confirmations, the PRC is fully staffed and there are enough members on the BOG to achieve a quorum for the first time since 2014. NELC expects more nominations in 2020 as four vacancies remain on the BOG. Other important legislation to letter carriers includes the Social Security Fairness Act of 2019, HR 141-S521, and the Federal Retirement Fairness Act of 2019, HR 2478 both of which continue to add co-sponsors through December. NLC fully supports both pieces of legislation and hope a consensus may be reached in Congress that leads to their eventual passage in 2020. The bipartisan Know Your Social Security Act, H.R. 5306, which would reinstate the printing and mailing of the annual Social Security statement until such time as a wage earner selects to receive it by electronic delivery, was unanimously approved in December in the House Ways and Means Committee. The Coalition for Paper Options, of which NEOC is a member, supports this legislation and is encouraged by the growing support in Congress for this bill. Other activity of note. There was other significant legislative action for federal workers, the broader U.S. workforce, and the country at large. The fiscal year 2020 National Defense Authorization Act, compromised between the chairman and ranking members of the Senate and House Armed Services Committee in December, produced a $738 billion defense policy bill with far-reaching provisions. Among these provisions was language to provide 12 weeks of paid parental leave to the federal workforce and a pay raise for military members. A deal was announced between congressional leadership and the White House on the United States-Mexico-Canada Agreement, a trade agreement replacement for the 1994 North American Free Trade Agreement. Both the White House and Congress, Republicans and Democrats, are claiming victory with the revised plan. Of note, the New Deal includes significant improvements to labor provisions over the administration's initial proposal. As this issue went to press, the House is set to take up the deal in a vote, while Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, Republican Kentucky, has said that the Senate would not consider the deal until the new year. Budget Activity As this issue of the postal record was going to print, Congress is working to meet the December 20th deadline to pass a long-term spending deal through the end of fiscal year 2020 or pass a temporary measure to complete work on long-term funding. Be sure to check the NALC Government Affairs webpage for the latest information on fiscal year 2020 and fiscal year 2021.